0: could that just put him over the edge i'm not too sure i don't think they did well
1: he's a bully i'm just so sick and tired i'm hanging on a wire a foot over the fire and it's burning like i feel feeling inside done with the same cliche done with the day after day this guy to break the time, I'll live, I'll die. For what is wrong and what is right, I'll take the pain for all the ones without a name to be
0: invisible We'll be visible They still have a lot of uh to the
1: He didn't get fired. He didn't, he did get fired. he didn't get fired. No, he Fine. didn't get fired. He never got his contract renewed. Well, hey, guys, welcome back to Two Guys and Hockey Talk. This is season five, episode 13. I got Pavel the Cat beside me, Evan Rev Renner's at ya. This episode is brought to you by Sports Empire Network. Pavel, go ahead, let them know what they can catch at the good old Sports Empire Network and podcasts. Oh, we love all the guys there
0: and gals at the Sports Empire, Jody, Gene, Kyle, uh, everyone out there doing great work, uh, coast to coast, wire to wire, all their uh, coverage of baseball, NFL right now is big, basketball, wrestling, whatever your sports needs are, you find them. And we are their exclusive hockey content, so make sure you like, share and follow. Evan, how you doing? How's your week been?
1: Oh, well, I'm uh, I'm not wearing a mask because uh, I am isolating during the podcast. But uh, yeah, it, it was a rough couple last couple of days here. I kind of forced my way through today. The day before was just terrible. No sleep. Uh, but you know what? I can't blame it on you. Unfortunately, I wish I could, but I can't. And uh, it was just the old body uh, breaking down with everything that's out there. And here's the thing viruses right viruses get in just like they get in your computer they get in your body and i think we should start off today's show with a virus that seemed to get in to social media all around rumors and the chicago blackhawks once it. again so we never talked what we were all covering here today for your side and my side but i think we should jump in here right away and sure. uh, address and update everyone do you want to give the update from what you can and then sure. uh, i'll join in with your conversation
0: The long story short, Corey Perry, who was signed this offseason for four plus million dollars, um, his contract has been terminated by the Chicago Blackhawks organization. Yesterday afternoon around 3 p.m., 4 p.m. Central Time, uh, Kyle Davison, the the GM, the new GM of the Chicago Blackhawks, came out, uh, gave a quick kind of 10 minute report about what's been going on, kind of gave vague but some details about why the decision was made to remove Corey Perry a few weeks back uh, from the ice um, when they were just traveling around the time of Columbus when the incident took place. They wouldn't get into details and he essentially indicated that there would be no more further relationship with Corey Perry, given that he broke not only his own personal conduct, but the conduct that has been set in place by the Chicago Blackhawks organization, as well as I'm sure probably, within the NHLPA standards and potentially the NHL. Now, they've been updated. They haven't said anything. They haven't made a statement. But that's essentially what it is. So as of today, he is a free agent. Uh, That contract is gone. And essentially, uh, there's a lot of speculations. Now, prior to this, there was a tentative rumor on social media swirling from what I can only gather was a text message that somebody snapshot and said they knew from a friend of a friend quote unquote and it turned out that there was an inappropriate action with someone in the organization that's all i want to get into i don't want to speculate more into specifically yeah you you don't
1: you don't want you don't want to highlight exactly what it was they they can go read it.
0: means there's people posting it non-stop i did have an argument with a few people about it you can go in there. Ray is very, uh, right. The problem is the Blackhawks aren't doing much to help themselves by telling people it's conduct detrimental to the team. We're going to get into that, but yeah, long story short, this impacts a lot of people, this impacts a lot oh in the social media world, but specifically impacts that locker room and more specifically the young stars. Now, Evan, we just went through this with Columbus. And people looking through their phones and we saw what happened with Mike Babcock there, this does not build for all the young guys in Columbus who are supposed to be the future because they are rebuilding. And I think it's not very fair for them and
1: people that they're surrounded by
0: to have their names drawn through the mud. Yeah. Your thoughts.
1: Okay, so, uh, Ray, I'm going to pull your uh, statement off here. So just uh, read out loud. The problem is the Blackhawks aren't doing much to help themselves by telling people it's conduct detrimental to the team. Um, Yes, in uh, full agreement here also with Ray uh, that that is part of the problem. There is a dilemma. Um, So I I, I do want to say sometimes when a tweet goes out in social media, I put something out there. You know, a couple hundred people will take a look, say something, maybe five, seven, ten. This one I've caused quite a stir. Uh, for, uh, you know, was it purposeful? Not really. Uh, I, I just said it's, and I'm not even going to give information of where you can go read on all the tweets and stuff and you can kind of work your way through. Uh, there was a particular site that has probably 25,000 followers, um, that specifically called out and said that it was family related and there was inappropriate conduct with a family member during a mom's trip. That's essentially, um, first thing I did is I went on and said, this is ridiculous rumor. So first of all, what I am going to say is the reason let, let's just say hypothetically, whether it was exact person, different people, let's just say it was true. First of all, don't jump to the gun and just believe that it's automatic because of the past. They are trying to make a difference, whether you believe they are or not, they're trying to change how they do it. Now, whether it just cover up or whatever, I I don't know. And I'm not going to, Proclaim to know. I think that they're trying to do things right. Otherwise, they're going to face some major consequences. Um, I do not believe it's illegal activity. It's ethical. There's conduct issues. Uh, But here's the thing. That person went out and shared something. Now, the problem is, is when they go to share something, they brought someone that's not even from the hockey world into social media and they say, well, everybody should be allowed to know. Now, unless you have your facts, this doesn't change a lot from a lot of the facts that were wrong. In the evander kane situation as well when you start saying stuff you could be right no one's saying you're absolutely wrong you could be right about some stuff but really when you throw stuff out there know that everyone's going to jump on it some people say well we're just joking and stuff yeah but how would you like to be dragged through social media with thousands upon tens of thousands of people so that tweet that i mentioned it was a ridiculous rumor and I can't believe people are actually taking this serious, I garnered over 95,000 different impressions on that one tweet. I mean, like, come on guys. Now I know I'm following the Blackhawks much closer to watch how they handle themselves and the up Bedard, but like, come on, man. So anyway, here's the thing. One of the problems we run into is HR related. So they didn't share enough information for people but the problem is, is what can they share? Because you are limited by law of not just sharing everything with your players. But I do believe where Ray's saying they didn't do themselves a favor, what they need to do is come up. So I don't know, let, let's let just say he was, he pissed on the coach's desk. Let's just pick something totally, no, you watch, I'll become a rumor. So if he took a leak on the guy's desk, thinking it's a joke or something, and they said that conduct, now, they may not disclose it. They're probably not going to yeah, disclose so, it. So
0: Emily Kaplan has to disclose it today that it was inappropriate behavior with a team staff member.
1: Yeah, they're, they're, I've actually – I did a follow-up on that, and, and it's not exactly as it sounds still. I think we okay. still need to give this a couple of days. You, okay. it, it could be very true, which makes sense why it kind of sat around there. Uh, but I think what you're saying right now, if they had come out and say it was conduct – because it said it had nothing to do with the team, any player, and or their family. That's what Kyle had said. But it still has to do with in, in, internally, uh, regardless around all those things. So good for them for coming out. But I think they could have shared more information if that is, in fact, the truth behind that. So
0: My, my only critique of the whole situation... Um, and we'll get to Bruce's comment in just a second, okay. my, my critique of the situation of the Blackhawks is I understand. I spoke to a lawyer friend and the lawyer friend said, just was, you were indicating what HR would go through. They had to rifle through all the information, do the investigation yeah. it was done pretty quickly in terms of Yeah, it was. information was gathered, shared, and then the evidence needed to be followed up on with all yeah. the necessary parties. And of course, legality in terms of what you can say, and as, as I indicated earlier, talking to the NHL PA, if you can go ahead with this, talking with the NHL and how the contract negotiations or like the termination, look, all these things are very key. However, given how this blew out of proportion and the delay that they had in the response, and of course, Kyle Davidson was very remorseful Mm -hmm. and almost tearful in his uh, press conference. They should have released that statement or maybe a variation of it a little sooner saying, uh, because when he was missing from the ice, what it's been now, uh, like a week and a half, like when he's been missing, uh, along with Peter Mrazik, I know initially people are like, oh, there's trade rumors, maybe Edmonton, dot, dot, dot. They could have said, we are just uh, following up on some suspicious activity or an investigation in terms of a player internally. And that's it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, more details to follow. Had they done that, a lot of this could have been avoided. Because yeah. that was not done, that is where I think the Blackhawks failed, and that is why they, they've they had a hard time with the PR behind the situation. There's going to be a lot of growing pains with this organization, and it's going to take a while for them to rebuild the trust not only of that fan base, right. but the entire NHL, in order to get some good graces again, given the history of what happened with Kyle Beach, as well as the second assailant that came forward just more recently this year. And yeah. that I think is the problem. I know we've had this discussion with some of the fans that are tuning in. And if you don't have that, Evan, that's yeah. where you get into trouble. The problem is, and I yeah. do put this a little bit on the NHL, they can be a little archaic sometimes. And we've seen this with, with some of the initiatives we've seen this, or maybe we can get into it with Marc-Andre Fleury and the mask, but really at the end of the day, they, They just sweep it under the rug and say, you know what? This isn't like, this isn't working for us or it'll blow over. We'll we'll get over it. Now, Bruce asks, uh, could you please say if Corey Perry will please play again in the NHL, somebody will sign it. I believe, depending on what specifically happened, he can, provided the Chicago Blackhawks provide the NHL teams the rationale of the investigation of what happened. So they know who they're bringing internally into their organization. Because, Evan, he's going to be asked by that social media group or that that media conglomerate, whether it's Edmonton, whether it's Toronto, whether it's Vancouver. And it's even more proliferated in the Canadian markets. But even if he goes to, let's say, Carolina, even if he goes to, let's say, uh, what's it called? In Anaheim, back there, right? Yeah, he, he's going to face scrutiny and he's going to be asked about it and he's got to be ready to answer those questions and the organization, as well as the teammates, his new teammates are going to need to answer that. Now he can definitely come back. He also, as people may not know, has 60 days as of today to file a grievance against this cause yeah. of dismissal, because this is what it is. It's a firing of an employee. So we're going to see if he's going to even pursue that because it's- he, through his agent, Pat Brisson, took some time to um, take some personal time to spend with his family because I know this is impacting him as well. And let's not forget, Evan, and people can disagree, he potentially could have been a Hall of Famer here. He has a Stanley Cup, he has a Hart Trophy under his name. He's been to the conference finals, Stanley Cup finals quite a few times, three in a row with three different teams. Like, this guy has had a hell of a career, you know? He's had some questionable hits, we know he's gritty. People. Yep. Some people love him. Some people hate him. Depending on where he's played, but really, there's a lot going on here. Any any so, thoughts to that?
1: Yeah. So so let me just kind of go in this. Uh, Bruce is. Uh, uh, hang on. Let me just throw this down now. Uh, DeGrig, I am not going to place uh, up on the screen. If anyone reads yours, they can. Um, I do not agree with you at all um, in your uh, post there on Kyle Beach, um, but I will not put that on our main page, but. Um, it's a, So Ray says it's almost like the Blackhawks can't get anything right in the last few years, especially off the ice, and this team was rewarded with Bedard, and I get the frustration. I know we've talked about that before. Um, now let me just kind of go into Bruce. So Bruce is just coming back. He says, I feel all the players and teammates will want to play with Corey as I feel he has great leadership skills and good hockey still today, which he, I think this year he was looking rejuvenated. Even after these many years of playing in the league, And then he goes on to say, and thank you for sharing your feelings on this very sad subject. And I feel all we can do is pray for Corey for healing himself and those around. So this is what I do want to mention. And then I want to come to his question about uh, playing elsewhere, blah, 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 and whatever that may be. Um, I do want to make mention that if, if, now I'm going to take that whatever we've heard uh, from anybody reporting anything outside of Kyle Davidson making his report, and what the team has said. Now, I'm just going to take a neutral stand. So if you already on one side, then, then don't worry about it. Uh, you may not be with my take on this, but I, I always think that we give, we don't make someone um, the, we, in other words, we don't make them guilty. We, we assume innocence until then. If this is just bad conduct of doing something stupid, and it's ethics, it's maybe having interpersonal relations within a, a team or something, that's one thing right? To call it the way it exactly has been called. If this is making unwanted passes at someone, then this is a much bigger thing that should be exposed. But I do worry that the Blackhawks organization is worried about millions of dollars in lawsuits, if it is. But this will come out. The bottom line is this will come out. Whatever is the full truth, 100% of that truth. I, I do believe that, right? You know, with it. So... Um Ray Ray makes up a point. So let me go to my next piece. Ray said sadly, with all their injuries, the devils could probably use them. Um, and of course, it was already mentioned uh earlier here uh by Bruce. He was asking Ray, about- I
0: wanted I wanted them to go after Hellebuck but clearly he re-signed and was comfortable staying in Winnipeg. But you know, or and now I, I still think Gibson is, is their prize possession out of uh what's called Anaheim. So we can get into it. But yeah, at the end of yeah, the day, yeah. there's Jordan.
1: Uh, You need the truth about the mum's trip. And the truth about the mum's trip is they said no Jordan Robert can go on their trip. That's what they've said. So there's your truth. No
0: Jordan Robert Beards.
1: Yeah. Okay. So um, I do want to mention that Friedman has talked that there's already teams that have looked into the inquiry around Corey Perry, but they're doing due diligence to find out what's in behind. They can find out more than you and I as a fan are going to find out or any media. So if he gets signed, sorry, go ahead.
0: No, no, go ahead.
1: Finish up. If he gets signed, I'm going to say that this is more of a not, this is, this is not something that he has done wrong to anyone. This would be something that there was just bad ethics used in this case of something that was not acceptable within the organization because no other team is going to sign him otherwise. Otherwise, they're going to have, they thought nightmare in Columbus. This will become a bigger nightmare.
0: Yeah. And, and, Two of those teams, exactly, like yeah. they struggled with with trying to get out and having somewhat solid starts. Hey, Kyle, how are you doing? We got, we got to get into the Bruins because there's been some questionable yes. comments that okay. Montgomery we, has made about his team. But okay, so before we – okay, yeah, you yeah, finish
1: so. that, and then let, let me continue with the mask issue next because that goal falls under other information. Sure. So Sorry. we'll
0: Sorry. get into that. So so with Corey Perry, remember, guys, he can sign now for a league minimum, 750 825 something like that. Again, the problem is – is how comfortable does that team right now in Chicago feel and what can they do to shelter the young guys, right? In order for them to just go out there and play because yeah. you have a superstar in Connor Bernard, you have some young pieces and you brought in Nick Felino and you brought in Corey Perry to protect these guys and, Taylor and Hall. To, to solidify them. Now we all know Taylor Hall's out for the rest of the season um, and he's not going to be back, but I really think that Chicago really needs to take a hard look and have no media or like good, bad media right now. in the next little bit, like zero. Yeah. Everything is just basic stick to hockey, nothing else. Yeah. No other rumors, no other wild things, unless there's a trade because you cannot afford it. You are trying to rebuild. You need to sell tickets. You need to sell hope. And if you can't even sell that because of the chaos internally, well, we've seen that play
1: out in some um, other markets, right? Okay. Okay. Uh, we're on on Toronto. So, uh, Bruce, I just uh, put yours up on there, just saying about what they're going to say. Uh, let's remember, even if this is not as serious as some of us have thought it might be, yeah, the Blackhawks can't mess around. They have no choice but to remove. Just like they couldn't mess around with Babcock based on his past. They had to move on. Even if there's any slight innocence to anything, the fact is... Lines were crossed. You got to move on and get out of that. And the fact is, they didn't have to pay to get out of that. It was terminated, right? Meaning that they're not paying, which tells us something in his contract he went against. And that's all that matters. But the big thing I think fans want to know, if there was any illegal activity, they need to be made aware of it. And I agree with them 100%. If anything is illegal in any manner, this should actually be exposed and be brought out. But there might be even more to this story. I don't think there is. I think that it's minimal, uh, you know, working with it. So, okay, can we go around the mask? So, Mark Andre Fleury. Um, so, you 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 started it. So, why don't you go ahead and start it, and uh, and then I'll I'll do a wrap on that piece on that p, and then we'll go into all these different moves and things that can happen between the Blackhawks, the Devils, the Bruins, Oilers. Uh, who knows, man? The Canucks are falling like crazy. Vegas is falling. There's a whole bunch of stuff happening and we haven't even got to other things outside of the league yeah so
0: essentially what it was is that margaret found an indigenous artist who came out to design his mask uh in honor of his wife i believe it is who has some indigenous roots and he wanted to wear it and when the nhl heard about it um they put a hard line saying no so then of course his agent alan walsh came out and said hey What is going on? This is silly, ridiculous. And they said they would find him. But Marc-Andre Flair said he'd still wear it no matter what, even though technically he wasn't going to be playing that game. It was just during warm-up. So then the NHL stepped in and said, actually, we're going to find the Minnesota Wild organization. And then, of course, he still wore it anyways during warm-up, you know. And this was the game versus Colorado Avalanche, which they lost. It was a fun game. But essentially what it was is once again – the NHL has taken this weird, archaic stance of you can't have specific designs of specific themes uh, behind. Um, uh, <laughs> Ray's asking for something NHL positive. We will, we will, Ray. I promise. Um,
1: yeah, but but no, really I think he's making a. Is,
0: is he, he wore it. Yeah, and and, and you know. Again, blow up on social media, but in the positive change where it's like, what are you guys doing? So your thoughts, Evan, on what what transpired and what, what really is going on? Because yeah. there's a lot yeah. going on yeah. in Minnesota which I want to get into, right? Yeah. But,
1: but okay, so so I, I, I believe it was daily that came out with it and there was more talk that came around this. Uh, I Ray, I am laughing like laughing out loud without trying to be too loud on the podcast. Uh, but you are hundred percent right. Every time you turn around, there's something going on, they're messing up. I mean they can't uh we haven't even got to the stick swinging incident man this is i feel like this is a long rant we haven't even got to a rant of the night um so i do want to make a rant of the night based on that stick swinging incident with jacob truba so okay so let's pull this piece off and go back to Marc andre fleur so this is a maybe something that you guys can banter about and see if you have a different idea here but one of the things that they're worried about and they did come out and make mention it's nothing to do because it was indigenous that they were looking and like for putting up breast cancer, any of those types of things. But what their concern is, if you allow one thing, how do they limit some things and not other things? Because they're going to be called out from a different group of people. And I think that that is the issue that they're struggling with. They're trying to figure out how can we, for example, we don't get a bunch of swastikas uh, basically put out there on helmets, people going crazy. That, and that is one of the things that they talked about. So which tells me that they're trying to come up with a, a, a method of how they can support things. But this is what I think. I think what if you had to mandate, this is my solution, may not be perfect, but what they need to do is go through league approval. It's a private court, like something behind doors with your agent, with whoever, with the team, and they have to go through league approval in advance of like let's say 30 day advance on something so that it can actually be agreed upon ahead of time so people can't just randomly do stuff because right now they force them into some bad situation so and I say bad because they're, they're everyone's following Batman right now like they're a bunch of sheep I mean this is crazy and let's face it the league office is really based on the chairman who are the owners of the franchises and it's the owners of the franchises who are allowing this crap to happen. So it all falls back on them, right, in the end. So that's that's my take. Hey, can we go back? Let's just hit on the Blackhawks. You mentioned about who could they be bringing in. Uh, well,
0: they did. Uh, so they brought, brought in Anthony uh, Beauvillier for a fifth-round pick, who was originally in Vancouver, traded from the Borhorvat trade.
1: I'm just, I'm, I was just going to read it, and you cut me off in the middle of uh, oh, something. Go so, Because I right said, on. who are they going to? And then you said, well, they, they've already done And I didn't get a chance to. But, yeah, no, you're absolutely right. So uh, j- just in understanding that, it's because they needed another player to move into the mix, something that yeah. they could bring in. Um, but my understanding with a few people that are sharing right now, the Blackhawks are doing extremely well with their young folk without getting a lot of mentoring and veteranship. And they're not too worried about the end result at the end of the year, other than entertainment. The Blackhawks on the ice are entertaining the fans. They're being good competition for other teams and they're learning on the go. So what it sounds like is they're not going to pursue too much unless someone comes their way, gives them an offer they want, or if they start really struggling, which my guess is I give them another 15, 20 games And everybody's going to figure out their young boys because they don't know a lot of those players in the system or how they're what their habits are out there. Right. That's why a goalie can do so well in his rookie season. And then the next year it can fall flat on his face because they've learned the techniques that he uses. They've learned his little his little uh, his little rituals, the things that he makes a move. Maybe he only raises his glove an inch instead of three inches. Right. They learn those things. And then it takes the goalie another year to adjust to get up to it, right? Ray, so.
0: Ray wants us to get into it. So, hockey talk. Some positives, but kind of not really. Dean Evison has been let go by the Minnesota Wild. You guys let That's us a, know if it's a good idea or a positive? Bad idea Bill Guerin. <laughs> and if John Heise is the right replacement. Because I don't think it is. This team ah. has struggles. They have a lot of cup aspirations. They're at the cap. Bill Guerin just re-signed a lot of the guys uh, to extensions. Guys that were on expiring yeah. contracts, like Orion Hartman, who also slew-footed recently and was, uh, I believe he was suspended, which is, it's getting yeah. insane. Yeah. And and I was wondering also, in the back of my mind, like, what, what do they do? Kaprizov hasn't been going, Evan. Um, granted, uh, they have uh, a few young guys that have been going well, but really their goaltending has struggled, just like in Edmonton. Yeah. And and I don't know. Do you think that John Hines is a good fit uh, for this team? Can they make the playoffs like some of the other struggling teams, or what's going on? Or is Bill Garrett's job on the line?
1: Uh, I'm going to listen to Coach Ray Leo and uh, follow his uh, his take and say that he is not the answer. They're not going to make the playoffs. Um, now I I didn't catch that today. Did that that all happen today? I guess yesterday. I was too busy yesterday. At the end of the day, um, did did uh, did what did they sign Hines to? Do we know? Was it oh, just at the end?
0: I didn't see that. I think it's just. Oh, so, Ray, do it, you, I don't know if I saw the number. So. so, Ray,
1: Ray, do you know? Was it just for this year, or was it another year? Uh, Jordan says the Wild aren't doing anything. Um, yeah, I mean, and they're they're, they're still, still hamstrung like, by a lot of decisions of players. They're still paying by the out and buy-outs stuff.
0: Buyouts that they did.
1: Yeah, I mean, every so isn't it interesting how in the NHL, you, one minute everyone can go, Wow, look at the wow, Bill Guerin, man, look at he, he's doing this. And the next minute, it's just like, What a bunch of bums. It's like the Oilers last year, right? Look how good they are. Huh? And then it's like they lose in the playoffs, ah, a bunch of bums. And then they start the year, don't, They're going to win the cup. You no, know, it's just like that, they it, won't even make the playoffs.
0: Two great spots for that team. And people should really, if they're watching Minnesota and Minnesota fans can really can attest to this yeah. It's Brock Faber. He's been a young hot spot, and Marco yeah, Rossi who, who dealt with some health issues. I think it was last year. Um, so both young, young players really come and making an impact. Bob Faber's playing about 20 plus minutes on the blue line. So he's really making an impact, but really, the, you know what I want to say, Evan, and and maybe yeah. it's not silly. They're missing Matt Dumbo. I know he's in Arizona, but they're missing Matt Dumba.
1: So, what do you what think they're thoughts? missing about? What do you think they're missing about him? The
0: physicality, maybe, that bringing him into the game, the 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 fight that he brings. I don't know because, like, they're a big, big uh, what's it called? Big team. Yeah, the Parisian yeah. super contracts. It's it's been biting him, and it's still going to go on for a while.
1: Anyways, yeah. you guys can let us know, okay.
0: Minnesota fans. I know uh, okay. we don't always get a chance to chat. Let us know what do you think of Minnesota. Now on to the Jacob
1: Truba. So, so hang on, Shopper. hang, hang, hang. I, So you really want to go there? Okay, no, let's go. go. Somewhere else. No, no, let's go there. Let's start because this is going to be the rant of the night. Are you giving the rant or am I giving the rant, or we'll do a double rant? rant. Let's give rant. a double rant. You'll start okay. it, and uh, I'll, I'll, I'll you, you, you start. Okay, I'll start the rant. You finish it. Okay? okay. Okay. Let's let's do that. So, guys, the rant of the night is brought to you by the Kalkaska Battlers of the Michigan Independence Hockey League. They are in their inaugural season. It is the fourth season of the MIHL. We are proud partners with them. If you get a chance to go up to Kalkaska in Northern Michigan, they are a semi-pro league working their way. You can follow them on YouTube. Make sure you check them out. And their owner, Andrew Dibble, who we hope to have on really soon. All right, guys, let's go to our rant of the night. Okay, what the heck is going on? <laughs> what the heck is going on with Jacob Truba, man? We give him credit and say, this guy can lay out hits. And now he takes his stick and he swings it, smacks a guy right in the face, and he gets a $5,000 fine. And nothing. The rest are right there. They're looking at this thing. That is a 20-game suspension in my mind. I am fuming, man. I am fuming. I like Jacob Truba. But what the heck is the NHL doing? And I'm doing the very thing that Ray said. Can we talk positive? Ray, I can't talk positive when they let the, a guy like Jacob Truba, they're going to call Next thing, he's going to be called Jacob the headhunter. Like, that was ridiculous. And let, let me tell you my bigger problem with this, Pavel, is that nobody went to his defense. If I was his, like, when I mean nobody, defense, I meaning we don't go up and shake him or push him or knock him i take him and i bash his head in man right there on the ice i don't care how nice i am i don't care if i get a five game suspension i'm going to show you do not take a stick and swing i have come in a in a men's rec league from one side with my goaltender equipment there was someone at, at on the uh they were on their own blue line and they took a stick and they swung and hit my my one of my guys right over the head right over top of the helmet and just came down and then tried to do it again like a sword man i was down there like nothing I jumped that guy like I was Hulk Hogan laying the leg drop, man. Not appropriate. Not okay. And that team should be going after Bettman and the rest of the crew and the disciplinary action. This is ridiculous. Okay, man. I don't want to keep going because I, I, I'm i wound.
0: No, that's fair. I mean, I, I will agree with you. I think it should have been at least five game suspension. Now, the reason being is we saw what Petrangelo did to saw hack dry saddle last year in the playoffs, and we got at least one. Jordan is saying Trouba is an absolute goon, but 20 games, he's not Rafi Torres even. I mean, I think three to five games would have been perfect. The problem is that's not a hockey play. That is not what you do with your stick. You are in control of your stick, and you should not be swinging, regardless of what the slow-motion feed is, because you know what it is? You're trying to hurt the other player, Trent Frederick of Boston. Now, we'll get into Boston in a bit, but, like, I just – I didn't like it, and I like Trubo's hits because yeah. most of the time he does good quality, Absolutely.
1: Absolutely. borderline
0: hits. People aren't always going to like him. The one against Crosby last year in the playoffs or two years ago in the playoffs, you know he, he can really dish it out. Recently against, and Danny Datham can attest to this, against the Philadelphia Flyers. You know, he, he knows how to throw a punch, and he knows how to throw the body. That I don't like. Not at, at that state. And the fact that uh, the refs didn't do anything... That's an onus on the NHL. That's a black guy again and they continue Absolutely. to get. Them. That that's my only thing. Now, let's get into Boston because they have not been playing well and Jim Montgomery called them out. Unless there's anything else people want to talk about. No,
1: no, well. no. I'm laughing we're with Boston. Boston's doing so good and they win a few games, lose a few games and we're saying they're not playing well. That's how good they've been, man. That's how good they've been. Go ahead.
0: No, I just I think it's good that uh, Jim Montgomery has called them out because their play has lacked a bit. Marshawn has struggled a little bit and I think they really need to just stick to the basics because they were doing so well together. Now every team regresses. You indicated earlier quite a few teams are now regressing Vancouver, Vegas but but the thing with Boston is that they weren't supposed to be where they are and so maybe now they're kind of coming down to earth and being the team that they're actually uh, pretty much based on paper. I still have faith in them. I still think that they make the playoffs, but I don't. I don't know. Like they, they need to play a bit better, and I still think that there's a trade happening with them by the trade deadline for a center. And I still am looking at Calgary and Elias Lindholm.
1: Yeah, you think Lindholm's going out? Where do, you, where, do you, uh, where do you where do you where do you, you see him going? Okay, guys, Boston. let's start the rumors. Where's where's Lindholm going? You say Boston? Yeah. Now.
0: Evan, have you ever watched brother versus brother yell at each other while grandma of said brothers is watching, <laughs> saying, Oh my goodness, what's happening? That was the Florida Panthers versus the Ottawa Senators. I watched that game. Yeah. What was going on? Everyone on the ice, minus the goalies, all got penalties. That bench was shortened so much that the backup goalie. <laughs> Uh, that backup goalie, sorry, I'm reading Ray's comments too. Yeah, I know, uh, it's hard these goalie, guys
1: are just popping out the, the, the comments tonight here. So the,
0: the backup goalie came on the bench and was even grabbing some of the player stick to be like, put me out there, coach, I'm ready, to DJ Smith, you know? So it was wild. Uh, there were some questionable calls. Now, Ottawa's really struggled, and I wonder if that's the next coach to go. DJ Smith, yep. your thoughts. Do you think yep. he's going to be let go? And Evan, conspiracy hat on. Yeah. Do you think that with Steve Steyos, who was within the Edmonton Orioles organization, will bring about Jay Woodcroft and Dave Matson
1: with him? Let's just say uh, if they're not hiring anyone who is hiring outside of their organization, Jay Woodcroft will be the next coach if he chooses to go there. If he yes. chooses to go there, he still, but has, he, he
0: still has time left on his contract.
1: Yeah. Well, well, yeah. Three three, was it three million a year yeah. for? Yeah. He's got another two years. Uh, he signed a 3 million three year contract. Uh, he's sitting at home. He's doing well. Jay's not complaining. The winningest coach in Oilers history. Uh, I know it was a short term, but no other coach can actually say that. And, uh, the, the guy has nothing but a winning record and can do a lot. So, uh, I do yeah. want to mention, so Ray said, cry, cry, me a river boss. that isn't playing well. You're not, you're going to be hard pressed finding anyone that feels bad. And then Jordan also pops in and says, maybe the NHL is corrupt. Question mark, question mark. We don't talk about this enough, but I hear it from fans of every team all the time. And Jordan has a very good point over here. Uh, he's calling in on Facebook, and he's uh, bringing this to our attention because can you think of a team that does not think that there's some type of corruption coming in? So Now, uh, do you want me to get to DJ, or do you have another question before I hit on that one? No, no,
0: get it to DJ and, and, and your okay. thoughts. What's going on yeah,
1: with so, Ottawa? So I, I don't think that Ottawa knows now they're not the team. I said it at the beginning of the year. I didn't think this was going to happen. Um, you know, God bless, uh, an old friend of ours that was on the show, Kevin Francis, who used to write for hockey buzz. Uh, he, you know, as much as people like to complain about things, he was good at pushing in the side to a certain point. Uh, he did talk about in the end that mental health, you know, is always a tough thing to deal with, but he had some really good inside information that people just never believe. DJ was one of them. Uh, the GM is now gone. Who is the other one? Um, and he talked about this a while back. And I, I want to say that I know that, so they're going to be getting a, a player. Why would you go and change the coach when you, when you're going to be hard pressed to make the playoffs? Probably. Why would you get them now? Why don't you wait, take a little time, have a few side conversations, see what's available. If, cause if the right person's not available, cause right now is the right person available. Actually. I think Woodcroft is the perfect fit, but uh, I, I'm not sure they're ready to make a move. Probably for another 20-25 games, lock themselves into a good top five, so they have one last year to give it. Because we know they're all ready. There's just a couple tweaks and a couple players that are coming in. Pinto's going to be coming back after was it the 40 some game mark? Um, they're going to 43. Like 42, um, so, he'd be back in yeah. game 43. And and it's not that I think that DJ is not a good coach. I just think that he's not going to be the one that's going to be able to do. And let's face it, coaches are always the ones led to the slaughter.
0: Yeah. The problem is, is that I watched that game and you could definitely tell there was a miscommunication in the blue line and on the five guys on the ice. And it came to the point where even Corpus Salo got upset and was yelling at, at the players because – They weren't paying attention of who to come back to get the puck right behind their own net. So that kind of communication, you you can't have that. Like, that's just that. Now let's give it to the Florida Panthers because they are tenacious. They are wild. I'm looking forward to going to the game with Jordan to seeing them when they play Edmonton. Should be a doozy. But I, I tell you, Evan, they are a nasty bunch, right? And Ray's right. It's always easier to change one coach instead of 22 players. Granted, some of those players are having good seasons so far. It's just overall, cohesively, the team has struggled. And I think that's the problem. Um, and I think yeah. that's where they need to change it. Well, in a very tough division.
1: So so speaking of that, because Ray's the one that called it, was there not Ray with your team, they say the best way to get the coach fired up is to say fire him? And then you can start cheering him later on when things change?
0: Or say we're sorry. <laughs>
1: Uh, No, so no, yeah. What was it? So the what was the first chant that the the devils used again with uh, with uh, rough
0: fire rough fire Fire
1: rough fire fire rough, and then it says sorry rough. So was that the way it went? Uh, Correct me, Ray, if I don't have that right.
0: (laughs) Now, so so don't talk to him about struggling teams. You want to talk about a good? Let's talk. Let's talk. Let's okay. Which team do you want to get into then? Well, let's get in,
1: let, let let's get into New Jersey right now because man, they started off right out of the gates. They came like a bad out of hell, man. They they were ready. I I I have been taken aback a bit um just by the I it seemed like it all the coincided. It, it it seemed like it all coincided when uh Q's was out. Yes. Just and then it's like they've been trying to get back to there. It was fire Lindy, and then it was sorry yeah. Lindy. That's yeah. what it was. Yeah, you gotcha. Thanks, Ray. It, uh... well,
0: I think that, I think they're in the market for a goalie. They've been scouting around, seeing what's available, seeing what's, what's out there. Again, doing their due diligence. Uh, Tom Fitzgerald, I believe, is still kind of looking around asking. Um, like I said, uh, there's been rumblings out of Anaheim, given that Anaheim's kind of fallen off. They had that six-game win yeah. streak. They were doing well, and now we all know John Gibson is 30-plus. So there's a few more years left on that contract. Some people can say it's Albatross, but really if you want to get good goalie right now, um, but there's a few teams in the league that need a goalie, right? And I'm looking at a few teams that aren't succeeding. Would they be willing to trade their goalie? Would Columbus be willing be willing to trade Mers Lakins, even though he's got quite a bit of cap space or cap left and years yeah. left on his contract? Montreal is one that everyone's eyeing, given that they have three goaltenders there. Uh, would a Monte or Allen be moved? I know they've talked about it um, potentially. And I know Edmonton was there tonight watching. So uh, so where did, you,
1: where did you say Edmonton was watching where? Uh,
0: there's been some uh, scouts from Edmonton in Montreal tonight versus the Columbus-Montreal game. Yes, war. yes. So, yes. I mean, there's um, there's there's things happening. Uh, New Jersey does need a goalie. They can still turn it around, although Jack Hughes is such a very important factor. Yes. And you, know, um, you know what I don't want to hear? I don't want to hear, well, you can't win. You have to learn how to win without Jack Hughes. Correct. But he still makes your team way better. And you got your him super for a su-
1: reason. You know what? Your superstar's gone. If your yeah. superstar's gone, then if you can play 500 hockey for 10 to 20 yeah. games, you're going to have a good shot. But if your superstar guy is... You're playing below 500 hockey and you're, you're going to struggle and you're going to have a hard time. And then the chemistry there and coming back, you know, when you've been dealing with injuries and your mental health or whatever, the reasons people go out when they come back in. Absolutely. So um, a couple things I do want to mention Edmonton. Yes. At the Montreal Columbus. Um, let's just say though, there, they are not just looking, there's a tendency to be focused right now in on the goaltenders uh, as another goaltender. Let me just say this. Uh, there will be no, 2024 first round draft pick traded for goalies that would be coming out of Montreal. Should that ever transpire? I'm just going to put that out on the line. I believe that people believing that are actually thinking that they're crazy because you need a goalie. That's going to be better than Skinner in order to be able to pay that kind of price. And that's not going to happen, but they are also, they're looking at the Columbus blue Jackets, So you can leave it and start speculating Around that. The other thing Ray talks about is uh, Soros. So, my understanding, Ray, I'm not sure what you've heard uh, around some of the different circles and stuff that people are saying in the different media, social media. It sounds like they, they're no plan to get rid of Soros quickly. They want to resign they, him this offseason. Well, they're the
0: RFA.
1: My understanding is yes, they do, but does he want to actually work through a rebuild to be on a winning team? That, that, it's a that rebuild. is a,
0: a retool with that team. It's Nashville's a rebuild. A That's spot.
1: a rebuild, man. They no, blew it's that thing apart.
0: No, a no, oh, a it's re-tool.
1: a rebuild. Okay, they're guys, you know what? Right now. Okay. Let's settle the argument, folks. Is this a retool or a rebuild in it's Nashville? A it's
0: a retool. Not okay.
1: A re-tool. You can keep talking about it, dude, but let's let the real fans, the people who know what they're talking about, instead so just- of you, you're a cat. A cat doesn't know anything. You're they gonna, just go you're off on their own an business. Arm and
0: a leg, and, and probably half of your roster to, to move <laughs> Soros out of there. Right? It's a mini rebuild. What?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't That's... think
0: you moved the needle there, Ray. I I think we're. Just oh, good
1: of... good point. Ah, uh, good. Ray brought it up. Uh, it wasn't just Jack. Totally forgot Nico uh, was out for a little bit. That didn't help me anywhere. Um, And then, of course, McLeod, yeah, to 2C, you know you're in trouble. That's exactly, that's always in trouble.
0: Now, the other team that I wanted to talk about a little bit because they have goaltending, but it's also been an issue, is the Buffalo Sabres. They've struggled, and they just sent down Devin Levi, young prospect goalie who had a really good end to the season last year for them. They needed to. To the Rochester, uh, their AHL affiliate. So he's got to rebuild his confidence because he struggled. Now, they have one of the best goalie names ever, ever I love it it's my favorite name it's my next jersey from Just so everyone
1: knows he went online and kept repeating it over and over I'm till he could figure out how to say it say that
0: five times and he'll appear in your, in your house his
1: name is good. Lukeman that's all that matters
0: <laughs> and, okay. and of course they have comry there so you know they're still going with that they at first I thought maybe they trade one of those two guys I think now yeah. they're going to hold on to it um you look at someone like Detroit, who they're doing very well. They picked up Patrick Kane, which I want to get into. But, you know, would James Reimer, who's on a one-year contract with them, would he be moved, you know, given what they have uh, coming behind the pipes uh, below them? So it's interesting because there are a few out there, and you really got to just, like, solidify your back end. And and I don't know, Evan, what what does Buffalo do they trade one of those guys and bring back Devin in a couple games, or do you keep him down in the minors? Well, as you well know, you look at Calgary. Does Ladar get moved and get Dustin Wolf up? Yeah, and finally get playing because oh. he succeeded at the AHL uh, uh, level, right?
1: He's blinded. Ladar's gone, man. Ladar's gone at the by the trade deadline, Markstrom? in my opinion.
0: What about Markstrom? He's yeah, only got um, a few years left. I think
1: that they would like to move Markstrom, but you're going to have a harder time moving on the contract. Uh, that's going to be p- part of the issue. And I think that they'd like Markstrom to be more of an experienced goaltender actually that's working with it. So can I mention, I saw a tweet that was actually brought out about Vladar. He's only played like 10 or 12 more games than Kippersoff at the same age, same time, has the same save percentage and pretty much same goals against average. Um, isn't that kind of an interesting piece of Kippersoft? People forgot Mikko Kippersoff came from the San Jose Sharks organization.
0: They, drafted, they, they, they
1: thought he was well. nothing. Um, so just know, I mean, it, it it's a bit, depends on the team. It, there's so many dynamics that that are involved in that. But I think the the bigger part that you need to be considering uh, when you're uh, with all those goalies, they got to get Wolf into games. They got to get them in. And so they're going to move a goalie. I think Vladar makes the most sense, even if they don't get a whole lot back. Right.
0: Now uh Ray's asking about Thatcher Demco. He's not going anywhere. As all the struggles that Vancouver's had in a little bit, they signed him for a good steal of a contract, and he's staying in Vancouver for the time being, as well as having Casey Destiny as your backup. You're you're solidified there. And Vancouver has playoff aspirations. That they're not changing it. The thing with Demco is that he cannot be overplayed. That's the biggest challenge there. So we'll see, we'll see well, what takes place. So
1: what 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 are you meaning by can't be overplayed? Like, what, well, what's your thought, why, he, what you're he, meaning he by that? Has,
0: he's played more than 50, 60-plus games, and he's okay. been worked out, right? And he just gotcha. can't handle that gotcha. workload. And I think you're seeing more and more in the NHL, apart from maybe the odd Shosturkin, Vasilevsky, Saros, who can play that amount of games, um, but it's a man. lot, and still be successful in the playoffs and go for a deep run, it's it's tough, right? So yeah. that, that's what I see it as.
1: No, that, now, that, that makes Kane sense.
0: has signed... I
1: told you guys, give it three to six days. I said, give it three to six days. It's coming down.
0: Daniel Strong has allowed him to have his number 88 back. He signed for one year, $2.5 million. You guys can let us know, but Evan,
1: your thoughts on the deal. Oh, well, what, what, what can you say? I I, I think that uh, it's a perfect setup for him. He has a chance to come in. The team is actually a contending team this year. I think if they weren't contending, he wouldn't have gone in that direction. Buffalo thought they had a better shot at him than they did. Um, I think he was intrigued by the hometown. But I think Buffalo's bad start did not help them. And he's he's hoping he has a better chance. And I think he likes the freewheeling style of Detroit. And it, let's face it, it's closer to Chicago.
0: Well, you're forgetting a very important factor. He played with Alex Debrinkin. Yes. great success with him yeah. in Chicago.
1: Yeah. So yeah. That, all around
0: to the beginning, right? So yeah, I think no, that was no, that exactly, team. and yeah, that that team definitely uh, can uh, can make waves. Uh, and Ray's indicating if Winnipeg continues to tumble, I could see Hellebuck making a stink,
1: possibly. So, yeah, so so Ray, it's it's funny. I know we you you keep you're you're really good at uh, bringing us back uh, <laughs> to Hellebuck all the time. And uh, definitely, he's the goalie you want in Jersey if you can get him an eight and a half because it's already signed now, right? Uh, but uh, I, my understanding,
0: seven, seven 8.5, point, eight
1: point 8.5 is what he signed. Oh, 8.25. Where do we go here? Let me just see. He is signed uh, for 8.5 million and he has four, I five just year contracts.
0: signed the exact same contracts for seven five years, years
1: right? five, five. Uh, well, mine only goes up for five years. It's showing on it. Maybe it's more here. Okay, guys. Sorry. i, I maybe it's, I'm on cap friendly right now showing 8.5, but. It might be a seven-year. You're right. So, in, anyway, but you you are absolutely I, – I could see still see him being moved out. And I, I know he'd have interest to go to New Jersey if they can make the numbers work. And if it makes Winnipeg stronger, that's a very good chance. But chances are you're looking like someone like Nico probably going out that door, though, um, in order to obtain him. So, the yeah, question is – Yeah, so – that, that'd that be one of the things that you're you're going to have to be able to look at with uh, that coming yeah. in. So, hey, uh, before I just want to mention because our time is getting away from us. Sure. We, we can go to what you want to say, but um, I got to do my revs top 15 and get into my number 10. So let's not forget, we only got nine minutes left.
0: You got it. So I want to share a positive story because Ray uh, has been hounding us about this. And I think it's a very important story in the NHL, given all the chaos that's been going on in the darkness. The Philadelphia Flyers. Can I get into this?
1: Okay. You Why don't we do this? Why don't we mention one of our sponsors? Sure. And let's do um, a, a little clip here for uh, Around the Rink. Okay? Sure. All right, guys. So Penny Billionaires, they are the exclusive uh, song that we have for our intro and our ending when we come in and go out. They are partners with us. You can follow them on All Things Music and check them out. Their new song, Invincible, plus several others. On YouTube, elsewhere, Penny Billionaires and Electronic Hard Rock Fuse Band. So they bring to us tonight's segment, Around the Rink.
0: All right. So, some positive news out of the Philadelphia Flyerland. I know that they've struggled a little bit, but they did sign to an entry-level deal, Mr. Owen meet I, I may have well pronounce it he's a young nine-year-old guy uh kiddo who god he's a guy he's a nine-year-old dude <laughs> uh nine-year-old kiddo who is dealing with cancer and to raise awareness and to bring about a little bit of joy in his life they brought him on the ice on the game last night uh that they played um and he got to play with with the club because it's one of his favorites he is himself um a captain of his own team uh, for, uh, the Genesis hockey club. And, you know, he was diagnosed at the age of six months. Uh, so he continues to battle. Um, and, but, but the fact that the Philadelphia Flyers brought him out on the ice and he got to skate and kind of the, the practice and sit on the bench in the first period and John Torella kind of sat with him and we all know towards his personality, that was a pretty good uplifting story. I'm glad the NHL didn't come in and say no about that. And he just goes to show you that there are great initiatives in the league, and good for Owen and his family. And just like Ben here in Edmonton, I think we need to recognize some of the people who are struggling beyond hockey because there is a world beyond hockey. There's life beyond it, and that sometimes hockey can bring us together and bring a little bit of joy in our lives. So I applaud the Philadelphia Flyers organization. That's awesome. Yeah.
1: Yeah. No, and that you gotta love it, right?
0: There are a bunch of beauties. That's what I'm yeah. saying.
1: Yeah. And, 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 and cutting back on what you're saying about Ray who was saying the NHL is all screwed up and they're so tired of the negativity. It's good to, No, exactly. It is. It is. It's good to have that positivity around um, a lot of the different things that are happening. I mean, and let's face it, there is a ton of scoring. The games have been exciting. There, there's still been a lot of good stuff. It's just that every it's the crazy stuff that they don't get on top of. And, and Ray says, uh, Hey, it's not your fault. The NHL is ass backwards. Ha <laughs> ha. Uh, yes, exactly. So anyway, guys, hey, we just, uh, we just want to give a thanks again to Penny Billionaires for Around the Rick. I want to give a shout out here on my, uh, going into uh, my revs top 15. Uh, so JR Web Designs is our uh He takes care of our website, so you guys can check us out at twoguysandhockeytalk.com. You can follow articles. You can follow all of our former guests, different stuff going on. Plus, our podcast goes live through our YouTube channel right on there. Make sure you guys follow us every Wednesday here live. Thank you so much to all of you guys who have been joining in and engaging in live conversation. Um, But uh, on top of it, if you have not, get your notifications. Like, follow, subscribe between YouTube, Facebook, And also check us out on X, thanks to all of our new X followers that we have. Not X's, and they're no longer there, but the new X followers, the steroid, the Twitter on steroids, as we call it. So, guys, I'm going to go into number 10 on the Revs 15 with JR Web Designs, our proud sponsor. number 10. um, This was not a ranking. This has changed in the last month and a half uh, from my original. I had him further down the line, uh, but I am going to move up. Mr. Aginla Jr. to number 10. Toteja Aginla. This guy has come out like a storm. 28 points in 24 games, but this is the cool part. Talk about being a goal scorer. 19 goals. In 24 games. Can you imagine? Wow. 19 goals in 24 games. Where like that. that I, <laughs> exactly right. So if you think of this. In the WHL as a 17 year old. He is number 6 overall. The highest guy. Is Sidorov. okay, And he has actually played. The exact same amount of games. He has 24. So he has 5 more goals. But this guy Plays for the Saskatoon Blades, who are doing extremely well as well, but he is an older player. So the difference is, as is Aginla's come in, he's played his heart out. He is an amazing player. The thing is, is he is a lot like his dad. He's gritty. I know Flames fans are just kind of like, ooh, what if we could get another Aginla into the... um You're not going to have a chance to get him. He will be off the board. So I'm encouraging you to take a look, go through. He got traded. From uh, last year, from the Seattle Thunderbirds, he got traded over to the Kelowna Rockets. Give the Kelowna Rockets of the WHL a follow. Give Tij Agimla a follow, because that will be one player that you're going to be glad that you actually got involved with. The guy is amazing, and so he's number 10 on my Revs top 15. Oh. All right. I, I think I heard you and I cut you off, but you, you have one last comment say, for the old, night.
0: How old do you think we have to be to know that Jerome and kid is about to be drafted in potential? Oh, my drafted. goodness. Like it's time Time flies. Good time stuff. Flies. It's insane.
1: Okay. Well, we didn't get a whole lot outside of the NHL other than a little bit of the prospects, guys, but there was just so much going on tonight. And uh, thanks to all of your guys' banter around the different stuff that's been happening. So, Want to say a big thank you and a shout out to you all. You guys are the rock stars of our live show engagement. So, uh, Hey, any last uh, thing that you just want to quickly touch base or say, or uh, talk about before we call it a wrap?
0: Um, I, I like hockey stories. I like chaos and conflict and drama, just not the kind that we got this past week. So I'm hoping we change it up a bit and have some on ice antics like we did with the Florida Ottawa game. And I gotta be honest. Right now, the West is a mashup for for who's getting in where. I, I don't even know. Like teams are struggling, teams are up, teams are down, and like anything goes. Normally, you know how Brian Burke has talked about you know by Thanksgiving, you tentatively, if you're around this area, uh, the playoff line, yeah, in the playoff hunt, uh, you're more likely to get in, and that's very true. I mean, you look at Calgary, you look at Edmonton, you look at Minnesota, you know. You look at Toronto, even, who only has five regulation wins. They have more in overtime, you know, and, and are tied with San Jose for uh, the same amount of regulation wins this season. What What is happening in the NHL, Evan? Not to mention, that was a good call by the uh, Toronto War Room for that overtime shootout against Evan Rodriguez and Joseph Wall. I don't know if you saw that, but that was a wild one, where he double-tapped the stick in the shootout, and so they yeah. even though the Panthers thought it was a goal, it was not a goal. There's no conspiracy that's trying to make the Toronto Maple Leafs succeed, as as people like to believe, right? <laughs> Anyways, it's been a wild few days of hockey this week. I'm looking forward to a wild few more. Your thoughts?
1: Well, no, just uh, I'm I'm looking forward. We've got a whole bunch of stuff. I don't even want to get into any more thoughts because I got about 17 more thoughts. Um, I oh, want to one. encourage you Come guys. On. Get one. In I, there. I, I, okay, the, the, the thought I'm going to give you guys uh, before the Christmas deadline, um, I'm going to call out um, a large trade that's going to be a player of decent value, at least a 55% chance that you're going to see a good trade coming down before Christmas, which not is not the norm. And I also am going to predict right now, if not 90, 91 is going to be the Western getting in, which normally it's 96 points to get into a wild card. I think they could be as low as ninety or ninety-one this year. So whoa, baby! (laughs) He doesn't know what to say to my whoa, baby. Well, guys,
0: I'm stunned. Thank
1: you. Okay, you do it, man. Let's go. I know.
0: Go ahead. I thought you you seemed to want to share more thoughts. So, but okay. (laughs) Well, go ahead. (laughs)
1: I don't want to end. I love everybody. You you know, at the end, okay, this is what I'm going to say. I'm going to steal a thought. We love to steal stuff. So we're going to steal a little phrase that's used at the end of the Just for Laughs comedy festival. And it's, mommy, it's over. Well, thank
0: you, everyone. It's been a fun-filled uh, episode again. Remember to like, share, subscribe, give a follow to all our sponsors. Thank you to Penny Billionaires for amazing music, Jarrod Web Design for our website, Sports Empire for all your sporting needs. We are back here next Wednesday at 7 p.m. Mountain Standard Time again Woo! live to bring you all the news. Go follow our website at Two Guys in Hockey Talk, uh, where you get the latest and the greatest news on the NHL, KHL, the new PWHL. And everything HL based. And whatever you guys want to reach out, reach out to Evan at X on Revan Ev, or me at hockey underscore two. We love chatting with you. We love having safe and healthy discussions. And we always enjoy your feedback. Let us know what you like, you don't like, and why we want Evan off the show and need more. <laughs> <laughs> and Evan, how do we always close out?
1: Well, we say in the meantime, And in between time.
0: Keep your sticks on the ice. Stay safe.
1: Stay safe. Could that
0: just put him over the edge? I'm not too sure. I don't think they did well.
1: He's a bully. To break the time, I'll live, I'll die. For what is wrong and what is right, I'll take the pain for all of what's without a name to
0: be infinitable. We'll be visible. They still have a lot of uh
1: He didn't get fired. He didn't get fired. fired. No, he didn't get fired. He never got his contract renewed.